in, well, unless it's the we outro. mention it every time. Well, yeah, the outro, of course, but some people don't listen to the outro. You know, they're just like fuck this shit. So <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It's just uh, we'll just mention it in the beginning. <laughs> sure. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 29 of the Egg Sausage Podcast. My name is Gigi Nabyar. That lovely lady over there is the Dapper Dame. And tonight we are chatting about SideQuest, uh, another playful <laughs> title to the podcast yet again. We're kind of doing that as a trend, I guess. Um, but SideQuest meaning more or less distractions. Uh, I guess we're kind of building on last week's episode a little bit. By, a little bit. Yeah, just talking about uh, ways that we can distract ourselves from the current uh, outer world, you know, as it may be. Yeah, definitely. I think we could all use a little bit of it. Yeah. I, uh, so there's, there's been a side quest that I've been working on that I've been working on actually for years. Um, is there any things like that for you that you've kind of been, you've started on and then you've stopped and you started on again, kind of over and over type, type of thing? as far as like a distraction or something that you're learning or. Um, I mean, there's definitely like hobbies that I continue that have like stuck with me for a really long time, but are you referring to like a specific project? No, not really. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say like, I built a car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty sick, but uh, you know, someday, someday that'll happen. Uh, but no, for me personally, uh, ever since, Oh God. Uh, like, eighth grade i i taught myself uh visual basic which is a programming language i'm geared towards windows programs um but okay. ever since then i've wanted to master a programming language but never really got the passion behind wanting to learn it or doing it for a job or whatever it may be it just never mm -hmm. never really happened until the situation that we're in now i found myself with extra time so I'm like, well, might as well turn back to it. And I actually found a project that I'm following along with. And, uh, well, I'm learning a different language now, too. I'm learning Python for anyone that's curious. It's a super popular. Oh, God. Yeah, super popular programming language uh, that yeah. is floating around now. I'm sure you've heard of it. Uh, but so the project is actually going to benefit the podcast. So I'm not going to get all the details out on 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 the episode or whatever maybe further down the road the road when i have things ironed out i'll tell you after stream and okay i'll, I'll let you in on my ideas my master plans <laughs> i have a tiny bit of experience with python but that's because oh. last semester i took a scripting class and fucking bombed i'm not someone who's made for scripting i don't understand it at all really have you ever taken a class that like explained i guess the the whole like umbrella of programming like as a whole like just well the, the that's what this essential. was supposed to be oh, it was like scripting oh. 101 and then we were learning python oh okay so you just didn't grasp any part of it you were just like fuck this shit i'm out <laughs> zero parts honestly they're like yeah just do this and then type in that and then if it fails you fix it and i'm like okay well then how do you fucking know what part failed like <laughs> to just go back and redo it all like i don't know <laughs> uh, well i think you have to have like a certain amount of passion so like me and this is going back like this is this is for you people that were like into stuff on AOL. But there was like things called progs back then. 
and okay. they could do like cool things like spam chat rooms and a bunch of other you know shit that would really make a, a 13 year old you know be like i'm fucking cool and elite on aol <laughs> um <laughs> but nice. so but so i wanted to i wanted to make my own prog and so there i went and i just like reverse i basically took code and like reverse engineered it for myself because that's how i learn the best when it comes to that stuff but i mean mm -hmm. if you don't have any passion like all these years that i've not you know like every time i try to dip my toe back in i'm yeah. like this is what am i doing this for like i don't cool like i guess learning it is cool but i don't have any drive to mm -hmm. stick with this and that's that was probably your case. You're probably like, I don't have like, I don't have a cool idea. I don't have a purpose. So the what, only like, purpose was to pass that class. And apparently it wasn't enough for me to learn it. <laughs> so wait, was it like part of your core of like core classes? Yeah. So if you're in like the STEM category, which is science, technology, um, engineering and mathematics, you have to take scripting. And mm. I'm an environmental science major, which is technically science. So they're like, you take this. And I'm like, do you understand what conservation is and why I will never fucking need this? You will never just, need it. No. Yeah. Hmm. That's a very uh, fancy degree title, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds fancy. It sounds very, very proper. <laughs> yeah. But scripting is just one of those things that is just lumped in with STEM students. I, I don't personally think that environmental science should be anything equivalent to a mathematics degree. Right. I think they just wanted to make like a little section of degrees where we're like, all right, all of y'all have to pass these requirements and Python is one of them. Well, I was going to say like for some sciences, maybe you would want to write a script to, to do like um, some repetitive algorithm to figure out something or you know something along those lines but mm -hmm. i feel like for environmental science you're more like hands-on actually out in the field or, or tell me if i'm tell me if i'm wrong so here there's a lot of different branches to environmental science environmental mm -hmm. science itself is kind of a big umbrella um okay. because you could go more towards geology or conservation or water testing like there's a ton of different applications with it which is why i like it because you're you're not stuck in one thing and yeah. that doesn't happen to work out hmm. um which is where i've gone wrong in the past with education i was like oh shit you know what i want to do art but then you're stuck with just that you know yep i've been there <laughs> as someone who Did has you? a very niche degree you know I've, i yeah it's what is your degree in again communications deaf communications deaf communication okay. studies yeah so very 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 specific it's uh sign language interpreting for anybody that's listening that is curious of what it's a, it's got a very proper name too but let, mm -hmm. you know the the real term i mean i don't know why they don't just call it i mean obviously they call it that because they want to sound very collegiate but it's, yeah. it's sign language interpreting, but it's very niche. So like some people do stem out of it and like do like a maybe like t a teaching degree on top of that, you know, okay. and then they can teach using sign and et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, it's uh, I like I, I just don't see the, the case for here's well, no. OK, I'll play my own devil's advocate real quick. I guess if you <laughs> wanted to 
I, yeah, again, if you wanted to like do something like really repetitive, but write a simple script, Python yeah. would be the way. Um, just because there's so much support, even if you did get stuck on writing whatever you're trying to write for whatever mm-hmm. particular problem you're facing, you would be able to get help pretty quickly. That's, and that's basically their argument. That's like, they're like, if you're going to learn scripting, learn this language, it's super applicable, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But I yep. just feel like my brain isn't built for it. Like in my associate's degree, I took an accounting class, failed it three times and switched my major to avoid taking it again. No way. Was it yeah. like super like uh, number heavy and like, like, no, it wasn't even the numbers and... I've taken. Like I passed algebra with a breeze mm. back in high school. So it's not the numbers. It's just the words that they use associated with the numbers in specific circumstances. You know, like my dad calls it lawyer's math because you basically have to dissect what they're trying to tell you and then figure out the problem and then do the problem. Right, right. It's sort of like, um, yeah, okay. I, I can see that. Like, I really hate when I have read something as far as like programming something. Like, let's say you come to me and you're like, hey, Ray, I want to solve this problem in a script. Well, mm-hmm. for me, I'd be like, eh, okay, well, there's a bunch of different ways you could do this. You know, what exactly are you, what's the end game here? Instead of like reverse engineering a piece of code and then me going off and writing something myself. I don't know. That was a really horrible explanation. I'm sorry. But yes, I know. I get, I get that you're trying to relate it. Yeah. yeah, if, it yeah. if that's how it makes sense to you, definitely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's just an example of like my brain isn't built for certain things, you yeah. know, and your financial aid only covers the first time you take it. So the other two mm. times I had to pay out of pocket and it was $1,200 each time. Fuck. So when it came around to the fourth time, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want a business degree. <laughs> I think, I think you made the right decision though. I mean, Oh yeah, definitely. I got to switch my major and I took an art class and um, an anthropology class and it was amazing. Hell yeah. That's, I feel like that's right up your alley. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I struggled with science in my degree. I actually did choose my degree because of the lesser requirements in the math section. So, mm. you know, I was like, hell yeah. Like, uh, I already got it like a little leg up with having deaf parents. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> it worked out. Um, which mathematics did you like struggle with? Like, or not mathematics, like science. Like, did you like, not like biology or chemistry? Um, It was, I I had, I had a chemistry class first Mm -hmm. that I was fortunate enough to drop before the deadline. Did you have, does every school, every college have that? They have a drop deadline? They do. But for me, it's one week. Oh, wow. Yes. Because we we have condensed terms. So Ah. in a normal school, it would be, you know, like anywhere between 10 and 16 weeks. Um, and we have eight week courses, so they're really fast paced and you have one week to drop. Um, but I was already like in the second week by the time I was like, I don't know what's going on. What's, what's Python? Like, (laughs) I don't know. And they're like, Ooh, well, if you drop now, like you either have to pay the full price of the class, which I cannot fucking afford, Mm. or, um, you don't get financial aid next term. And I was like, what, what kind of options are these? Yeah. So I just like struggled through the course and around like four weeks, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Just there's no saving me now. I'll just take the F tank my GPA for a little while and we'll even it out later. 
Yep, I've been there, and it was actually a chemistry class. Now that you mention it, oh yeah, really? It was a. I think it was more the teacher that really mm. just ruined it for me. Um, I ended up taking a, a condensed astrology class, and I I loved it. I actually like, even though it was tough as fuck because we had a quiz, uh, two quizzes every day because it was condensed. But, Wait, did you say astrology? Yeah, astronomy. Astronomy. Astro- astronomy okay i'm like are you learning about like virgos and libras and shit on a collegiate level (laughs) that listen that would be a popular class oh Um, fuck yeah yeah, dude sorry yes (laughs) astronomy (laughs) Astronomy. that'd be a really cool class to take though sure no i mean astronomy oh yeah yeah yeah. i I think either class would be fair enough fair enough I don't know if you <laughs> can get a full semester of astrology, though. <laughs> Maybe. Oh man, I don't know. But either way, uh, it 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 worked out. It worked out. But yeah, I definitely I've definitely been there after the drop. You know, after the drop period, just said the old fuck it, and you know, bit the yeah, bullet. Sometimes it's for the best. <laughs> bit the old bullet. <laughs> Yeah, I think right now for me, um, with not working, uh, education is a really good distraction for me. Mm. Or I guess purpose. Purpose would be a better word. Because I'm someone who if I don't have like a focus or something to do, like to work on, I do absolutely nothing. Mm. So if I don't have like a project or something to like put my like main brain in, I'll just nap all day and not clean my house and like slowly stop showering and just it's almost like i'm depressed but i don't feel sad you know yeah that's interesting so you kind of like you're like a crock pot of energy in a way like you just have that like slow build if you like as long as you're starting somewhere you're like building that energy to do other things or the drive yeah. building the drive to do other things yeah like i just i have to have something to do mm-hmm. I, d- I just have to and like things like chores and cleaning and crap like that that's just things you do to maintain that's right. not a purpose so that's not something i can just be like oh yeah you know what i'm gonna do clean my grout i just really want that <laughs> kitchen to be pristine hold on you're probably like you, you might be hurting some feelings for some people that are maids out there like professional cleaners okay Dude, they're fucking good at it, though. I'm not. After, like, two tiles, I'd be like, fuck this. <laughs> I actually legitimately want to know if there are, like, cleaners. Like, if you're in that industry, are you, like, seriously passionate about your job? I want. I feel I like mean- part of it is the pay. Because I applied to be um, an at-home cleaner before. And they get, like, the one I was applying for was entry level. And it was, like, $16 an hour starting. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So if you pay me $16 an hour, fuck yeah, I'm passionate about grout. Absolutely. <laughs> I will scrub that grout. <laughs> but if it's for me cleaning like my cat hair off the floor, not really. Well, I just had the thought of people that do landscaping and like lawn care. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, I, appreci- I can appreciate a freshly cut, well manicured lawn. And that's how I knew when I got old, by the way. I, that's when I started appreciating You're like, that ooh, stuff. that shit crisp yeah super crisp and i'm like <laughs> fuck i'm old <laughs> look at the edging isn't it perfect so perfect <laughs> my lawn is the worst in the neighborhood is <laughs> yeah for i live in like a little plans i mean I, yeah i think you but know... I, I i let all the weeds move in that's why it's bad 
I was like, do I want an entire lawn of clovers and dandelions? Absolutely. <laughs> and then all my neighbors are out there, you know, like with a perfect two and a quarter inch lawn, bright like Scott's fertilizer green edged and everything. And I'm like, nah, dude, let the weeds move in. Let the pollen fly everywhere. And everyone's just like, oh, my fucking God, this like hippie moved in next door. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... You got to be on top of that. You really do. I, I was asking a friend of mine who has a very nice lawn. I'm like, you know, so wh- when do you seed? What do you do? You know, he's like, well, there's a certain time of year that you have to lay down mm-hmm. the seed and you have to aerate it and all this other bullshit. Yeah. All kinds of old man stuff. All kinds of stuff. And I, I don't think I'm at that level yet. Like, I think my yard, I have I have what I call a good enough yard. That's okay. What, yeah, it's it's just, you know. It, it it passes. It passes, you know, for like <laughs> if family would were to come over, like my extended family, it would it would be like, okay, Ray's not a complete shit bum. <laughs> my know? family would just be like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> like that looks like your personality in lawn form. <laughs> oh man, that is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> So yeah. have you started um, like with like your extra time and stuff? Have you started doing any more like gardening or landscaping or things for your house? Um, I've been po- poop scooping more often than I usually do because I usually poop scoop around a week and a half when I mow my lawn. Uh, that seems like a lot of shit, but I guess it's just one dog. I'm telling you right motherfucking now, guys, don't <laughs> get a fucking big dog if you don't like scooping poop because... My dog, Tank, bless his little heart, but he is really, really good at pooping, okay? I mean, I mean, you got to be good at something. You got <laughs> like drooling and pooping, that that is right up his alley. And nice. they're 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 cow patties, you know? So it's it is a uphill battle for sure. It is a uphill battle. I think I so I I probably poop scooped maybe 20 to 25 piles. Uh, oh my god the other week i think last week because i had let it go like coming out of winter like towards the end of winter is when i'm just like you know what like i'm just gonna wait till it's a nice i wouldn't want to go out in the snow and go pick up shit fuck no fuck no <laughs> so i'm you know like towards the end of the winter i will get lazy and i let it go so i picked up a bunch and then so from let's just say for example that was like last wednesday so like exactly a week ago i went okay. to poop scoop today when i got home from work i probably scooped a solid 10 to 12 piles like that, are you like counting as you do it yes because i'm curious okay. how much my damn dog poops <laughs> <laughs> he poops so much and that's if you even find it all well he can't really take it anywhere else so i don't know <laughs> fair enough fair i have enough. a pretty like i mean it, I, I mean yeah there's nowhere f- there's nowhere else for him to really hide anything my backyard's pretty plain so oh okay there's no like little hills or gotcha no, no. it's a very like typical inner city yard you know it's very flat <laughs> very, gotcha very flat so yeah don't get a big dog if you don't like scoop and poop <laughs> Yeah, I mean, any dog, honestly. Have you started learning anything new uh, since? God, I feel like we're talking of like literally in post-apocalyptic present tense. Like, have you have you learned anything new since the 
bomb went off like you know like oh yeah yeah <laughs> um i think i've just been more like aware of the things that i'm doing yeah i read um, a i read a reddit thread about that like it was, you know, things that you've now noticed are either different or you may do less or do more since mm-hmm. all of this has gone down. Um, yeah. Um, I think I don't I don't even know how to describe it. I don't watch like nearly as much TV as I thought I would. I, I initially thought that I would be like, oh, dude, no job. Can't even go fucking see my friends. Can't go to the bar. Pretty much like I went to the post office today and they have markers on the floor of like how far you have to stand apart. Wow. Yeah. Like that's the level of serious that people are taking it around here. We got state mandated yesterday. I think it was maybe two days ago about like all non-essential businesses have to close. Mm -hmm. Um, If you can work from home, you have to Mm -hmm. gatherings, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much like everything that everyone was already supposed to be doing but really wasn't and now it's mandated like now it's a rule you know yeah i saw a police officer creeping slowly like on the going the opposite way on a street and i was like why is he going so slow is he getting ready to pull me over or something and Mm -hmm. so like i went i dropped off my delivery and on the way back i saw him again doing the same thing and i was like okay he's definitely pulling me over and he didn't and then i was like oh wait a minute he's looking for people congregating like that's a real thing because there were a shit ton of people out today it was very very nice weather in st louis so like yeah everybody was out but it seemed like everybody was dispersed enough to not get hassled by any police but I was like, I was like, damn, like they're, they're out there. You know, I mean, I mean, if they don't enforce it, no one's going to follow it. Exactly. Exactly. Which is like the sad part. People don't have enough, like of a self-preservation mm-hmm. to just be like distant or something. Yeah. But I get it. I get it. Cause I'm a natural like introvert. Like I'll go see people sometimes. And then I'm like, you know, let's just take some time. I need to recharge, mm-hmm. put my little solar panels out, you yep. know, um, <laughs> Do you consider yourself more of like an extrovert? Like, do you feel the need to go and see people? I don't know. I I feel like you're kind of a social butterfly. Like you have your things that you do. Like you go to the bar and you see the people and then you go home. Yeah. I I sort of like you. Like, I mean, I just, I, I, I like it. And then I, I, I recoil, you know, I like go back into my little, (laughs) my little den. I mean, I wonder how like extroverts are handling all of this. Oh my God, screaming inside, right? Just like walking in circles in their living room, like, fuck, I need to see somebody. Especially, especially if they have children. Like, oh my God. It's just, I, I know some extroverts that, um, you know, are really stoked whenever like their kids are in school because it's like, okay, you know, I get to go to work yeah. and I get to do adult things and then I, okay, I got to come home and I got to see my kids that it's not like they hate their kids or anything. No, but, but it doesn't mean you don't need a fucking break sometimes. Exactly, exactly. And, or like, or when they go on spring break, they're like, "Damn, I gotta spend spring break with the kids." <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if you have multiple, because then your chores went from like fairly minor, you know, to mm. like a lot in every day, and you don't know when it's gonna stop. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> At least spring break, like you're like, all right, ten days, ten days. You know, two days you'll go to grandma's house, and then and then I'll get my little break right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, but yeah, right. now it's just kind of indefinite. Well, yeah, until 
until things yeah until we all stay home <laughs> yeah dude until um, we all stay home <laughs> i bought a bunch of seeds and stuff today to start growing more like vegetables and herbs and things for tea and whatnot so that i have to go and purchase it a little bit less yeah that's a good idea that also goes back to the whole like self-preservation thing you know so yeah mm -hmm. good idea good idea i uh I actually cleared, I did some yard work. I mentioned the other podcast, uh, during my Corona time. And I was like, this would be a good spot for a garden. And I was like, I'm going to hit up Adrian and I'm gonna be like, all right, what do I need? What do I need to do? But then I realized that it's next to my garage, which has like a little overhang where like the, the, the gutter is and it doesn't get any sun there. So I'm like, well, there goes that idea. It was fun well, there while it lasted. There's some things that uh, you just have to go based on like light requirement and then how often you want to take care of it. Oh, wait. So I could, there's some vegetables I could grow without like that need that don't need sun that much. Yeah. Usually like lettuces, things like that. Like if you put them in the sun, they just crisp up. So they oh. need shade. Okay. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I feel like we need to start playing like a little sound bite whenever we, we get a little plant knowledge from. Oh, that'd be cute. <laughs> that'd be cute. I'll put it on yeah. the list whenever I make the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if somebody out there can help me with a jingle, let me know. <laughs> just, yeah, just a little intro. Real. Just a little intro one. That's it. That's all we need. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. <laughs> Have you noticed that you're doing anything? Uh, well, I guess, first of all, like, are you still working full time? Yeah. Still working full time. We are. So it's mostly just like the social like distancing that's like changed for you. Yeah. Yeah. We have no contact deliveries now. I don't know if I mentioned that last uh, podcast. I think you said though. it was starting. Yeah. I think maybe that was the day that we started it or it was starting the day after that or something like that. But yeah. So we have like no contact deliveries. Um, Do you which, like put it on the floor? Like yeah, how does that you work? Put it on the hot bag. You put it on top of the hot bag so it doesn't touch the ground. Very important. According to the video. <laughs> Oh, you had to watch a video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They actually sent, uh, like, an official representative from some, I don't want to say that they were, like... Corporate something? Yeah, well, corporate Papa John's sent representatives from a sanitary company or, like... Oh, uh, some okay. Something of that nature um, that deals with diseases and the spread of germs or whatever, however it may be. Okay. Um, nice and they sent somebody out to like talk to us about safe practices and then they you know sent and then followed up by sending out a bunch of like uh you know things to put up that says you know these are the proper practices to do and then we have like mm -hmm. stick we have stickers that we put on every box after it comes out of the oven to say that it's like sealed and not tampered with uh between the oven and the person's house so that's also a thing Interesting. Um, so yeah, it, the way that everyone's adapting, especially the business world, has been so intriguing. Um, mm -hmm. Especially with the rapid rate that that uh, that they're adapting as well. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's very impressive. Very impressive. I mean, I feel like it got rapid in this last couple weeks, and that's why people are really stressed out about it. But I mean, this whole shenanigans did start back in November and then we found out that it was deadly um, 
was it January? I think it was. Yeah. Somewhere around there, like mid, mid to late January, I want to say. Yeah. And then like February, it started to like slowly creep into America. Right. And then this last few weeks they're like, holy shit, we actually have to take this seriously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It's a, it's, it's a lot for a brain to process. Like when the whole world is going through something together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're, we're definitely, uh, I, I feel like, you know, if we were to do a podcast in the nineties, <laughs> if we were so ahead of the game, um, we, we couldn't do it. So I'm super grateful, you know, that, uh, we get to continue to produce content for you guys, uh, from afar. So yeah, I, um, I think Twitch is honestly keeping me sane. You think? I I can like, see that. It's it's weird because I had on um a streamer named Valen Vane who's just like an absolute gem of a person, and I just had it on like on my phone while I was eating breakfast, so that like there was a voice in the room. That might mm. sound really sad, but I promise it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted it to. It's it's like a kind of social interaction, you know, where like you say something to somebody and then you get feedback or you talk to other people like in the chat. And it's just it's a form of like socializing while also being distant. Well, most of the time anyway. I mean, let's be real. There are like I was actually thinking about, you know, I was watching a bigger streamer. I'm not going to put them on blast, but they're sub only chat, first of mm -hmm. all. And then second of all, if you are subbed. And you do type something in chat, 98.7% of the time, your message isn't getting read or even processed. You don't go into a chat that has like more than a thousand people to talk to the streamer. You just don't. No, that's that's very true. Very true. But I'm I'm just more or less like just pointing out that it, there is that there, you don't always get that from from every stream is basically no. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it's, so, I, I relate it to just like different channels, like it's just different content. And that yeah. would be content that is purely um, given and you don't you don't send right. anything the opposite way, really. Right. Yeah. It's that's more like pure entertainment versus. Yes. Entertainment and interaction or entertainment and social interaction. Yes. Although I guess in some bigger chat rooms, you could socialize with the other members of the chat, uh, kind of like what we do during the podcast. Uh, we encourage you guys to chat with each other. Uh, if you guys don't know this by now, <laughs> um, because we don't look at chat when we do the podcast. But yeah, I mean, I guess there is that factor, too. Um, but I, I'm glad that we're kind of talking about this too as well, because I know a lot of you guys, uh, you know, aren't hip to our Twitch streams or whatever it may be. You guys are listening to us right now on Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatever it may be. You're maybe not hip to how Twitch works. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's the I, lay of the land. It's, it's a, it's a platform that I've really come to value in the last two months or so. Like I've always really enjoyed it. But now I find it like almost like essential. Yeah. So big question. If you had to get rid of one forever, would it be TV or Twitch? Oh, TV. 100%. 100% TV. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I couldn't tell you the last time that like I sat on my couch and watched TV. Sure, I'll watch TV before bed sometimes. But mm -hmm. most of the time I 
if I need like a form of entertainment or social interaction or both, mm-hmm. I'm going on Twitch. Um, yes. or I'm watching <laughs> a, a couple YouTube channels like before I go to bed so I can like catch up on what's going on with them. Um, I haven't even been really watching YouTube because that is just like content, um, like entertainment. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't know. That's like a whole... pure form. Yes. Yes. That is just something to like make your brain happy for a little bit. And then the video is over and you find something else. Yeah. Um, which I did watch a video the other day that just made me giggle and like be in awe of like people's it's just like ridiculous creativity um so i've watched this uh particular youtube creator for a very long time and her name is jenna marbles Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she's just like such the perfect kind of human that like entertains me i guess Mm -hmm. because it's very quirky and what she did in like one of the videos that she watched or that she created was she took a plastic hoop and attached it to the top of her hair and then like braided her hair around it and then tried to blow a bubble through her hair. <laughs> and I, and I just thought it was the most like, like I, just, I couldn't stop watching it. <laughs> I was like, I have to know if it happens or not. <laughs> What's hilarious about that is I saw that thumbnail and how I saw the thumbnail of the video is so Adrian and I, both share the YouTube account for the egg sausage podcast. Yes. And sometimes I'll forget to switch to my main YouTube account to watch Same. my YouTube videos. So there's a weird odd mixture of like Jenna marbles and like all the other stuff that Adrian watches. And then there'll be like car stuff and like Hearthstone videos <laughs> all mixed <Yep>. together. <laughs> I've it looked is, at the recommended for that channel before. Time. It is a good and time. I'm just like, there's definitely more than one personality here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I really get a kick out of that. But yeah, I saw the thumbnail of that video and I just kind of shook my head and I was just like, Jenna Marbles would do this. <laughs> so shout yeah. out to her. <laughs> That's what I love about it though. Like everyone's gotten so used to like her kind of creativity that no one's like necessarily surprised anymore. They're just intrigued. Yeah. Like I aspire to be that level. Where does the bar stop though? That's the thing. You don't know. She you made a don't. train for her dogs. She tried to be seven feet tall. Like you just never know. Yeah, that's. Hmm. I, I want to have the time for that <laughs> and the resources. I am like extremely jealous of the content creators that have the resources and time to just to just do right like to just yeah come up with a fucking idea and just be like we're doing this you know and have no roadblocks i'm so jealous of that <laughs> I, I mean it's something that you could certainly utilize like regardless of what avenue you took with it you know you could do videos you could do other episodes of whatever or if you wanted to put it out there or just do it for you or who knows true no very true very true i mean there there is a snow not to like get too uh, in depth with how this could work, but yeah, no, it, it's, it could snowball for sure. Like it, it definitely could. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just jealous of, of the person though, that like just has the means to just be like, this is my content. 
and we're going to create it no matter what. <laughs> and there's it's it's not know. stopping. That's the hard part cuz I mean maybe you start a channel tomorrow and the first 100 videos don't get any views because they're like this person's real fucking weird, but then like maybe sometime, you know, like a bunch of weird like-minded people find you and then it's good. Yeah, but what if you don't have the money to do the weird thing you're trying to do? Right? Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, you, you got to balance it. Well, you got to treat it like a business. I mean, with any business, you know, you have to take the leap from your day job and et cetera, et cetera. And blah, there, we've talked about this many times uh, on the <laughs> podcast, on streams. We, we, we don't have to go down that avenue again. But yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I just love that Jenna has that capability. So good for her. <laughs> yes, I very much enjoy that kind of content. Yeah, it's it it probably doesn't seem as cool to you, but for me being a car guy, I love seeing channels that have the same means to build cool cars, you know, that are just badass and nothing stops them. Like they have sponsors, they have money, they have time, you know, all of this to produce cool stuff. So Yeah, I'm I mean, I I do watch someone who's like a tinkerer and oh, that's okay. Simone Geertz. Um, she makes bad robots, um, but, but has good ideas behind them. So (laughs) explain. (laughs) So, um, she made like, uh, uh, alarm clock that would like smack you in the face to wake up. So it was just like a wheel with a bunch of rubber hands on it. And it would just repetitively hit you into the, in the face until you wake up (laughs) or like one that would bring you your soup. So it would take a bowl and it would like move the mechanical arm like to in front of you. But every single time it would just throw the soup on her. (laughs) So just things like that. But she actually she did take a Tesla. I think it was a Model 3. Mm -hmm. And this was before the Cybertruck came out. She's like, all right, we've all heard that Elon Musk is going to try to come out with a truck version. So I'm going to make Truckla. (laughs) So she took a Tesla Model 3 and basically cut it down to its bones without damaging like the battery or the motors or anything and put like a bed in it and made it into a truck (laughs) and then made like this really cheesy car commercial and did some donuts and like montagey stuff and it was it was super cute that is amazing you'll have to send me the link to that oh my god well well if we remember also we'll put the link down in uh the description of whatever platform that you guys also listen so you guys can see oh dude if you just type truck law you'll fucking find it okay there you go (laughs) truck (laughs) law oh man yeah i feel like youtube is a really good um like side quest for my brain lately yeah especially because like even though someone may be like oh ray why do you spend all your time like watching this fucking one youtube channel or any car channel or whatever it may be that i die hard watch i Mm -hmm. am actually learning believe it or not people okay i'm actually learning like There'll be like a time where they'll be welding something and they'll run into an issue and they'll explain why it's an issue and how they overcame it. And I'll be like, oh, shit. Okay, so when I learn how to weld and I come into the same thing, I'm going to know, you know, I'm going to know how to get over that hump. Um, It's yeah, it's I think more people than not like feel like they're maybe just like wasting their time by watching YouTube channels, but there is a lot of informative stuff out there. I guess it depends on 
how long you do it because i've definitely clicked on a couple things and like fallen down some holes sure and like initially you know it was educational and now we're just watching some bullshit <laughs> like <laughs> now we have our tinfoil hats on with the antennas going and uh you know <laughs> or i'll just end up on like funny dog compilations you know and right. we just see like these dogs like sliding through the living room and you know whatever it's just it's, it's a good time but not educational just entertainment <laughs> yeah i think for me i think i've said this before as well uh having a really good mmo rpg video game that is that in itself also has side quests in it but that like mm -hmm. to take me out of reality for a while, that's the way like give me a game that has side quests. <laughs> I was actually looking at a game the other day that I, I watched um, one of my community members stream and it was Final Fantasy 14. Have you ever yeah. played that game? I have not played it. I've been recommended it by other members of my community, actually, that uh, I've told them that I want an MMO to sink my teeth back into, and they're like, try Final Fantasy XIV. What'd you think of it? It looks awesome. I mean, like, the graphics still hold up. You know, like, it's not real, like, blocky or outdated or anything. Yeah. Um, And I like that it is an open world, you know, so mm -hmm. you don't have to stick, like, hardcore to the story. You can just, like, dick around or whatever if you want to. Yeah, it's it's... I think that is the magic behind MMOs is that you get to create your own story versus like I tell people all the time, um, I don't like a lot of just standard RPGs. I don't like having that rigidity of following a story like from front to back. Um, I think it's just so amazing to have this dynamic story that you get to, you get to create as humans. Yes, mm -hmm. it's in a video game, but I mean, you're probably interacting every single day with a certain group, a certain group of people or certain groups. Uh, you know, th they could be an enemy group that uh, is trying to take over your land or your castle or whatever it may be. And I know yeah. it's, I'm totally nerd ranting right now, but <laughs> no, dude, I'm about it. <laughs> I'm about it. Absolutely. <laughs> Glad we can support each other in our nerd. Domain. Yeah, <laughs> I know that we've talked about this game before because I did spend like a portion of my life in it but um in subnautica like there was such a a heavy feeling in that kind of game and now i feel like i'm almost like adrenaline chasing where i'm like oh i want these feelings again and now i'm playing um ori will of the wisp and oh oh my god oh my god there's um there's this i don't want to like spoil the story too much but there's basically these little adorable fucking characters in this game and you get really attached to them and if you've seen like the trailer for the first one like you can kind of uh guess how the developers are trying to make you feel in these games and they're like let's give you these really adorable things and let's make bad things happen you know and i'm just like oh my fucking god so your feelings have been met um as far as story based yes uh, okay. But Subnautica just had so much to it. Like, it's an entire world, you know? And right. that's why I think I want to play Final Fantasy XIV is just because it is an entire world. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I So I've been chasing that that feeling. Not that exact feeling, but I've been chasing that sort of high, I guess, maybe, um, in an MMO for a very long time. I think um, BDO, Black Desert, 
almost got me there, but not quite. But I have been chasing it since like 2000 when I played Ashron's Call. And ever since the game like shut down for good, I've been chasing. Yeah, I've been chasing that that feeling. So I've never heard of Black Desert. It's a uh, Asian Asian world based. Uh, like it was popular over in that side of the of the planet. It got ported over to North America. It's it's a really good game. I just feel like I'm too far behind to have like real progression and impact in the game is like as far as PvP goes because I'm I that's what I'm about. Like I I love the the good guy versus bad guy uh sort of like creatable storyline that you can make in pvp realms whereas like if you're playing non-pvp it's sort of like okay let's go do quests and life skill and that's great and everything but like i'm sorry looking for listen i want to do that and i also want to fucking slay people (laughs) that's fair so you i guess that's why you're waiting for like one to come out so that you can start like when everyone else starts yes and i can just like be at that forefront of like all the new innovations of the game or be mm-hmm. no also to be at the beginning of the story. Right. Cause like when yeah. the game starts like in, in its official release, actually, I don't even know. Like you could make an argument that's, you could say the story maybe starts in the beta too, because like those people are still hopefully going to be there after the beta discontinues. I don't like playing games that aren't fully released in my opinion, because if I, if I really enjoy the game, I'm going to sink my entire brain and all of my time into it. And if I hit a wall, I'm going to be super pissed. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. There, there's a game that I've mentioned before called Camelot Unchained. And it's, it's, it's just this slow process and I want to be a financial backer for the game to get like early access. But at the same time, I know that's going to happen. Like, cause they do like one day test. So like you'll get oh. a taste for a day and that is it for months. Oh man. It's that, it, they're producing this game that slowly. That means so, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a groundbreaking game because they're, they're building the combat engine from the ground up. It is not ported over from another company or a previous project or anything like that. It is going to be like 100 v. 100 battles and like the graphics are supposed to be seamless in the entire battle. So it can be released like tomorrow. Exactly. (laughs) I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Oh, but that would be for me. Like, let's say that Camelot Unchained was released tomorrow and I, and we got like uh, at my job, we are considered essential, but like somehow we got considered non-essential and I had to stay put for the next two to three weeks. I would be 100 oh, percent wow. OK with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is there any kind of release date even for beta? No. Fuck. Not That's the just, worst part. It's well, some people have been backers for like two plus years now and they're getting pissed. They're just like, we were hoping for a little more than this, not necessarily yeah. a whole game, you know? So it's. Unfortunately, like you just, you can't rush those things. You cannot, you cannot. Yeah. If you put out a game too early and it bombs, like you just, you, you fucked yourself or if it's super buggy or like, mm-hmm. like there's so many reasons why people would stop playing a game that if you'd, release it and you're not confident in it i'd rather you just wait you know yeah 
Yeah. Well, and that's and that's kind of the uh, catch twenty two, right? So like, it's a small indie group company, whatever that's mm-hmm. producing the game. Well, if you have a big company that's producing a game, obviously they could get it out faster, but at a cost, right? So like they're going to probably put in microtransactions or the the initial cost of the game is going to be high or whatever it may be. So take your, pick your poison, you know, do you want yeah. like a fair non-microtransactional game where it's a fair playing field and it's got one price point? then you're you're just going to have to wait, especially for a game that's supposed to be as amazing as this is supposed to be. So, you know, (laughs) I know I'd like, I struggle with patience sometimes, especially like, you know, you said you get like a one day taste and if you're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And then they take it away for another eight fucking months. And you're like, Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think you're still going to be like chasing that subnautica feeling like for games to come so i am really forcing myself right now because there's a subnautica 2 that's supposed to come out and it's called below zero we talked about it a little bit yeah but but right now it's in beta and i'm trying so hard not to play it because you you do hit a wall um i watched a streamer named hello it's colo who's just another amazing human and she was streaming it which is how i found out about the game but she actually just went on like her own little adventure and found a part of the map that is still like blocky. You know, it's basically like labeled like river goes here, you know, like right. it's, it's not done and I don't want to run into those walls. So I'm forcing myself mm. to wait. Mm. Yeah. That's... But the second that shit comes out, <laughs> Oh, my life is over. <laughs> like things could be normal in the world. You know, like the virus is gone. Everything is cool. People are out playing and going to bars and whatever. And yep. Adrian's going to be inside with a We're stack. We're about to go back to eight-hour streams. Ooh. Stack of Mountain Dew cans, a couple bags of chips. Yeah. A <laughs> couple of empty yeah. pizza boxes. <laughs> yep. Are those your snacks of choice or are those just like typical gamer foods? I actually enjoy those foods if I am going on a binge. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like if I'm if I'm going on a hardcore like MMO, like I want to grind out this next level in like one day, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I give me the Mountain Dew. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I don't drink soda very often, so it's like a treat. So you know, I mean, it's yeah. Um, for for me, it's lots of coffee. Like after like mm. three four hours of playing a game, if I continue to play the game, I'm like, all right, time for some more coffee. My brain needs to keep up with this because I'm super excited. Doesn't coffee make you pee a lot? Because it makes me pee a lot. That's why I don't like it when I'm gaming. Um, No energy drinks for me. Like I can't drink like Red Bull and stream. I don't know how people drink that kind of stuff or like uh, G Fuel, like shit like that. <laughs> I, no, I can't. I, can't. I, I have done the G Fuel, but I will say this. If you think like crashing from like uh, coffee or soda is bad. The crash from G fuel is real. Like, holy shit. You almost feel like borderline, like depressed after you, after you drink like a packet of it, you know, which is like a standard. Yeah. I tried it when we were at PAX because they were like giving out little like samples for free. Yeah. And I drank it. And then like, I think like an hour ish later, I was like, fuck dude. Like, do I need to drink another one just to stay awake? I mean, 
that's kind of, I think what they're going for. <laughs> maybe I don't, maybe you drink it like right before, like a big match or something. And then that gets you through the match. But if you're playing like really long story games, that shit's not for you. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, it is definitely the times that I've seen people drinking it on stream. It was all like first person shooter streamers mm, that like want to okay. have like a hyper focus on whatever they're doing. So I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see because it's like relatively quick turnover with like matches and stuff. Right, so right. I can so, see that or like esports, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe even not like every esport. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that I guess that requires like ultimate like focus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. If I start to drink too much coffee to where like my stomach literally feels like it's dissolving, I'll switch to like black tea. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I don't know if I have like a lining anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I do. I do love some coffee, though. I do. I really do. Just not not conducive for like long periods of sitting. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, sometimes not so much. I've had to force myself to like um, take a break every so often because I will get so focused and so like I don't know, like just put my like full effort into a game that I'm like, all right, I haven't eaten. I haven't drank water. I haven't done anything except for play this game. So every like two hours, I'll like down a glass of water, eat an apple and peanut butter and like keep my body alive. <laughs> I think every gamer right now that's listening is just like shaking their head. Yes. And just, yeah, that's we've all been there. We've all been there. Like you look down at the clock and you're just like, what have I been doing with my life? For the past, you know, oh, six to eight hours, <laughs> especially this last like week. I know that um, like if you look at Twitch at all, you're going to see somebody, if not 20 people streaming Animal Crossing. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, I actually I noticed that I hadn't gone outside in a while and because <laughs> like all I'll do, I'll play Animal Crossing for like four hours and then I'll be like, all right, my switch batteries at like half a charge so i'll charge it and then i'll do like um like i'll sweep the kitchen do some dishes do some laundry come back and play that fucking game See, um, that's, so that's adult of you though that's really adult of you because oh, dude, because if i don't i won't do anything exactly exactly <laughs> so that like goes back to like the whole motivation um podcast that we did like that like you gotta have some rigidity like some some not rigidity but more like structure you know, especially you just have like, to figure out what works for you. You know, for me, it's a reward system. So it's like, yes. all right, if I do my chores, I get to play games. Yes. I'm like a child. No, I, <laughs> listen, that shit fucking works, though, because I do oh, exactly that. Last it night, does. I was like in the middle of like trying to solve like the certain thing in my Python script. And I'm like, OK, mm -hmm. OK, I'm going to try until 10 o'clock. But at 10 o'clock, I have to go do the dishes. And after I do the dishes, I can spend as much time as I want doing python stuff and like in my mind it sounded like i was talking to a child but it had to happen like <laughs> it had to happen because otherwise it would have been like 2 30 in the morning i wouldn't have got the dishes done i'd have been like i would have mumbled something on the way to my bed mm -hmm. about doing the dishes tomorrow and i would have just gone to sleep <laughs> Sometimes I've noticed that like while I do my chores because like chores they're really monotonous it doesn't take any brain power to do them um, I'll notice that my brain is still kind of like calculating whatever I was stuck on, you know, mm. and then when you go back to whatever you're doing, you're like, oh, well, I could do it this way. 
you know that is a very good point and i think that's a really um that's a really underrated method to like get over like a a problem or like solve a problem or like solve whatever you're working on is just mm-hmm. take that little break do something like super monotonous so like your brain can still kind of like you know have the gears turning and yeah. then you come back to it with like this like fresh slate almost mm-hmm. or like a fr- or, or a fresh perspective on what you're on what you're working on so yeah, yeah. good point good point i got to um, do that more often <laughs> My um my pops actually taught me that because he'll drive to work in the morning with no music on and it's just so that his brain can start just like processing everything. Um that way when you get to work, you know, like you're kind of fresh, you kind of already have a game plan for the day, you know, you're not like, "Oh man, let me do this, let me do that." Oh fuck, forgot about this. He's just already thought about all of it. That's a good idea and I've been doing exactly that. And it's so funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, I like I've really awesome. enjoyed the whole like silence into work. Cause I usually just like throw on the radio and like some random, you know, talk mm-hmm. show or whatever, just to like have my mind go blank as I'm driving into work, dreading another day of my dead end job, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I listen to those talk shows, like it's entertaining to a degree, but my brain can't think about anything. Right. Exactly. Cause I'm getting input, you know? Right. Yeah. No, very, very true. And sounds like a wise man. <laughs> oh, dude, so fucking smart. I don't know how I'll ever absorb it. <laughs> you will. You have time. You have time. <laughs> He's like one of those dudes you could bring up literally any fucking topic. He's like, oh, yeah, I read a, a scholarly reviewed article about that. Let's discuss it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm underprepared. <laughs> I've read a 25 white paper, 25 page white paper on this, you know. Uh... Right. And I read a tweet like right. that's that's. <laughs> right <laughs> that's the equivalence that's going on right there right yeah it's it's awesome it's awesome i've learned so much from that human hell yeah no that's that's what they're there for right <laughs> yeah my stepmom is actually the one who got me into plants ah because i had tried previously um to kind of mess around with them and when i lived with them in germany she gave me this little piece of a succulent so you know how succulents have like those little like thick leaves like the lobes on them yeah. and you can take take one off put it on dirt and grow a whole nother plant right right so, so she did that she gave me one and i like cherished that little plant i'm like all right we're gonna fucking grow and we're gonna do it awesome <laughs> and it was like a jade moonstone so it grows these really perfect like oval like teal colored little lobes on it okay and um yeah we did that and then we were out shopping one day and she saw this really cool plant outside of a store and she ripped a little bean pod off of it. And she's like, we're growing that plant. And I'm like, Oh shit, you can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, teach me your ways. (laughs) That's so badass. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised you have not told that story in 29 episodes of this podcast yet. (laughs) Oh dude. And it's, it's, um, it's a castor bean tree, but it looks like a Dr. Seuss plant. Um, like kids from like the nineties and earlier will know about the, the Lorax book. Hmm. Do you remember that where, uh, they have like the truffula trees and it, it, it basically talks about like deforestation, like don't cut down these beautiful plants just for your, your personal gain. I actually Um, don't remember that. 
Oh shit. The, yeah, this Lorax. He's he's this little yellow guy with like this super long like handlebar mustache. Yes. And he, he's just like constantly telling you like don't cut don't cut these down. You have to save the truffle trees and the truffle trees are like these huge big lollipop fluffy looking trees. And we found a tree outside of a store that grew these huge um like purplish red leaves and they had these big red like fluffy like balls on them. Mm-hmm. So she ripped one of the little fluffy things off, broke it open, found some seeds, and grew some more. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's amazing. And I have some. I'm going to grow some this year. We yeah. uh, we just kept growing them. And then we sent some seeds like to one of my friends in Michigan. She grew them. Then when we both both moved back here, she gave us seeds. So we had like just like a constant supply running between the three of us. Huh. How big, is, cool. like, how big do they get? It depends. If you have a winter, they'll only get like maybe two, three feet tall. But if you don't, they can keep growing. Fuck. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Starting a tree army. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's my side quest. Tree army. <laughs> tree army. <laughs> well, guys, I also wanted to mention at the beginning of the podcast, and also Adrian was taken back because I was like, nobody listens to the end. Uh. But we wanted to mention that we do have a Patreon and if you'd like to support future, future, future yeah, yeah. podcast, you want to support us, uh, please go check us out at patreon.com slash the egg sausage podcast. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, there's a bunch of tier, a bunch. I mean, there's only three, but there's uh, there's a couple tiers there. So you have options of ways to support us. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Even Sorry, just checking it out. Even yeah. just checking We're- it out. We're about at an hour. You want to call it good? Let's call it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please take care of yourself in this crazy wild world. Give us a tweet with what your side quests are. Yeah. We'd really much appreciate that. But you can find us pretty much everywhere. YouTube, Twitch, Spotify. You can find us, listen to us. We put out episodes every Wednesday. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much. Bye, guys. Bye.